Welcome to West Cleaver Ministries. It is a joy to be here with you. I hope this is impacting your life as much as it has mine. I'm going to start off today looking at the church and our position, what happens once God saves us and He calls us into the body of Christ. Um, I'm going to start in 2 Timothy chapter 1. I'm going to start with verses 8 and 9. Now, I've taught on this for a number of years, but I just want to make sure that I communicate it here today. It says, Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, Paul writing to Timothy, but be thou a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. And the Bible says that Jesus became obedient through the things he suffered. So in the gospel, in the Christian life, the Bible says in this world, you're going to have tribulation, you're going to have trials, you're going to have things press against you. But uh, we don't stay there in that position. The Bible says, be of good cheer because Jesus says, I've overcome the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world even your faith and my faith. That's found in 1 John, and that's a good scripture to go back to. So I want to read this scripture now, verse 9. Who has saved us? Notice the first thing that happens uh, in the Christian life or in a relationship with Jesus. You have to be saved. You have to be born again. The Bible talks about this in John chapter 3, that the wind blows where it wants to. You hear the sound of it, but you cannot tell where the wind comes from, neither where it goes. So is everyone born of the Spirit. Do you know that no one can come to God unless He draws you by His Spirit? That's kind of scary. So when God is drawing us by His Spirit, we need to respond. Not everybody on their deathbed gets a chance to repent. Some people are in tragic accidents and sudden emergencies where they won't get that chance. I encourage you to make Jesus the Lord of your life. It says in verse 9, who has saved us, comma. So that's the first thing he does. He saved us. He wants every person to be born again. The Bible says that God wills that none perish, but all would come to repentance and eternal life. So he saved us. And notice the next thing he does once he saved us. He calls us. You know, I preached on this before. When God calls you, there's three things you can do. Now, this, this is going to minister to someone because it, it ministered to me. When God is calling us like a phone that's calling us, there's three things we can do. Number one, we can hear it ring and just ignore the ring. Number two, we don't have to answer it if we don't want to. Number three, we can be so busy that when the call is coming, we're so busy with the affairs of this life that we can't hear the call coming through. So notice when God is calling us, we need to quiet ourselves and we need to be attentive to the call of God, that the, the, the voice of God that's speaking to us. So he saved us. And the very next thing he do, does is he calls us with a holy calling, the Bible says, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which he's given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. So I have a little note here. He saved us and called us, and then he places us in a local church. Once you get saved and born again, the next place you find yourself is in a local church because the Bible says where you're planted, that's where you're going to grow. And you need to sit under the word of God and you need to allow that word of God to work in you. And you need to be taught what it means to be a Christian. What does it mean to be born? 
born again? What does it mean to have my sins blotted out? What does it mean to be a new creation in Christ Jesus? What does it mean to deny myself and pick up my cross and follow you? What does all this mean? You'll find that in the local church. And if you're born again in your outside church, ah, you're, you're withering. You're without water. You're without substance. And a plan, if it's not watered over and over and over again, it could die in that position and place. So find a local church. Be rooted and planted and allow them to speak into your life and help your spiritual life grow. Amen. I know that for sure. So God places us into a local church with a divine purpose. He fits us along other other believers with similar assignments and calls just like us. And he calls this a family of God. We're a team. The church is a team. No one person is meant to carry all the assignments out alone. It was never designed that way. We were created to do church as a team. The Bible says every part supplies, every member joined to the other member uh, supplies for the edifying of the body of Christ. And there's no lone rangers. That's something we hear in the body of Christ. We're all together working this out together as a team. Notice that a full symphony, right? Like a music symphony under the direction of a master conductor, that would be Jesus, will always sound infinitely better than a one-man band. Now you can go and hear someone on the street, a one-man band street performer, and they may be good, but you get to the Philharmonica downtown LA and you hear all of those musical instruments all going together in perfect rhythm and harmony and there's nothing like it. The one-man band would, 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 would not even be in the same category. And that's why church together, the body of Christ is supposed to do church as a team, members one of another working together to fulfill the, the will of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. And in in that position in the local church is where we uh, discover and develop our individual gifts. And we learn to do church as a team. We will be astonished at how far God can take us as we just stay connected. Now, I was in Bible college for a number of years. And I'll never forget one of the uh, Bible college teachers uh, said he was talking. And he said something. uh, and, And basically... I was processing what he said, and I didn't really believe it. So basically, he said this. He said, coming to your local church is 80% of the Christian life. And I was sitting there kind of like a young kid, didn't have a lot of wisdom or understanding. I was like, nah, I really don't believe that. And I came to find out that in the local church is where we're going to learn how to trust God. We're going to hear sermons on how to forgive one another. We're going to have sermons on how to grow in in, in the grace and knowledge of God. We're going to learn to serve there among other people with maybe they rub us a little wrong, like a jagged rock ribbing against another rock. But the Bible says it's iron sharpening iron. We learn to deal with people. And inside that environment, we learn to deal with our own families, with our own children, with our cousins and uncles. God is working in us so he can work through us. And this all happens in the local church. Amen. So I said, God saves us. And then he calls us and he he equips us to do the work of the ministry. And so I wanted to encourage you and encourage myself today that 
Make sure you're in a local church. Make sure you're where God has planted you and functioning there. If for any reason you felt like you're going to be led out of the church for any reason, know that God will speak to the pastors and let them know. And the best way to exit a church is to always meet with the pastors and let them know the reason why and what's on your mind and heart because they're there, the Bible says, as the shepherds that, that are going to have to give an account for your soul. Some people, they get offended for they may not like the songs that are being played. They may not like the people that God has set in certain positions. Don't let any of that affect you. Stay there and cultivate a, a flexible heart to allow God to mold you like a piece of clay and you'll grow in the knowledge and grace of Christ. And I just hope that this helps you today, helps you to be strong in the Lord, help you to understand that God is going to complete the good work that he started in you and me. Just stay in the process. Until next time, I appreciate you turning in. God bless you. <music>